Hello, everybody, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm your host, Bill, and gonna have a fun episode here this week, and I'm being super serial about it. But before we get into this week's episode, um, if you remember from last week when we, or when I reviewed A Million Little Fibers, I told you that when I recorded the episode, uh, the South Park website was being, I, I guess, updated at the time would be the right uh, thing to say. So I couldn't really do a certain segment in the episode that you guys heard last week. So uh, usually when we, or usually when I have this, uh, I get this opportunity and I briefly go back to talk about last week's episode. So, where did the idea from, where did the idea come from for last week's episode? This episode mocks the controversy over the James Frey memoir, A Million Little Pieces, a book that Oprah Winfrey endorsed on her show. In retrospect, Trey thinks the episode's major plot devices, Tally getting his wee habit under control, and Oprah's talking vagina, could have made two separate shows. So pretty much the stuff that was already told or talked about on last week's show. But this week, oh boy, this is a legendary episode of many proportions. Because this week, I'm going to be talking about Man Bear Pig. Yes, Man Bear Pig. So, this is a famous episode in the 10th season because this is the first appearance of Al Gore being on South Park. And, you know, it's been six years about or five and a half since the 2000 presidential election gore's moved on at this point from politics and he's focusing his work on global warming so south park thought well why don't we do an episode with al gore in it so that's what they did and Let's go into this week's episode, which is Man Bear Pig. The episode was written and directed by Trey Parker and originally aired on April 26th, 2006. So our episode begins inside the gym of South Park Elementary because they are having an assembly. And we find out that this assembly is to have former Vice President of the United States, Al Gore, there. So the whole school is there, and Al Gore starts talking. And he talks about the, the one thing that is a super serial problem right now in today's society, man bear pig. And we see, like, a hand-sketched drawing of Man Bear Pig. So what is Man Bear Pig? Well, Man Bear Pig is 
half man, half bear, half pig. So he talks about him for a few minutes. Mr. Mackey and Mrs. Garrison are looking at each other like, what in the world is this guy talking about? So that night, the boys are on the basketball court. They're playing around, and Cartman's trying to do his best Kobe Bryant impression. Um, although I don't think Cartman could have pulled it off considering he doesn't really have the good basketball skills. So while the boys are playing, there's this figure, shadowy figure, that comes, that's walking around. And it keeps walking and walking. The boys don't see it. And then they turn around and it's Man Bear Pig! Except it's Al Gore, dressed as Man Bear Pig. So, Al Gore talks to the boys, and he asks them to sign a petition to help get rid of Man Bear Pig, when Randy comes in and takes the boys home. So, uh, Randy says to the guys... I don't want you hanging around this Al Gore person anymore. And Stan is like, I don't know. I don't think this guy has a lot of friends. Which is going to be a consistent joke throughout the episode. So, during the middle of the night, Stan gets a call. And it's from Al Gore. So, Al Gore calls Stan and asks him to meet him because he thinks he's discovered a place of man bear pig and stan is like it's you know like th two three o'clock in the morning i just want to get to bed and al gore starts to cry and he's like you don't believe me you don't believe in man bear pig you don't think this is cereal you don't think i'm cereal and stan's like okay i'll just yeah, I'll just get my friends and we'll meet you tomorrow. So, they end up meeting Al Gore at his hotel room. Now, this would raise a couple of flags for me because these are fourth graders going to meet an old man. Well, he's not really old at this time. But still, I'd be a couple of flags would be waving here. So, they go into his hotel room and there is nothing but computers and monitors and all this stuff in the hotel room. And Al Gore talks to them about how he's been keeping track of Man Bear Pig. And the boys are like, well, we got to get to school. And Al Gore says, I can get you excused from school. To be fair, though, if you're in a situation where you're with the former vice president of the United States of America, wouldn't you take up on his offer, too, to skip school for a day? I mean, Al Gore's got your back on that. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I mean, I mean, Al Gore isn't really the best politician in the world. I mean, he got owned by D. Snyder from Twisted Sister and that 
PMRC uh, music investigation 35 years ago, but hell, if Al Gore is going to give me a pass to skip school for a day, I'm going to take it. So, then Gore discovers a, a, a spot, and it is at this place called Cave of the Winds, and he thinks maybe that is where Al, or where Man Bear Pig is. So, let's briefly talk about Cave of the Winds, because, yes, folks, this is a real place. Uh, it is in the Pikes Peak region of Colorado. It is located west of Colorado Springs on Highway 24 near the Manitou Cliff Dwellings. The actual location is Manitou Springs, Colorado. It became a tourist attraction in 1880, the same year the cave was discovered, when George Washington Snyder, a stonecutter from Ohio who had traveled to Colorado, seeking his fortune, visited the cave. Snyder excavated passages from the Williams Canyon Caves, as they were then called, and discovered, or discovered Canopy Hall, a large room nearly 200 feet long containing thousands, thousands of stalactites, or stalactites and stalagmites. Snyder wrote, It was as though Aladdin with his wonderful lamp had affected the magic result. Unfortunately, Snyder spoke of his discovery in town, and the next day the cave was mobbed by townspeople who stripped the cavern of mainly of the stalactites. Snyder continued to excavate and began preparations for guided tours. The Cave of the Winds quickly became one of the established attractions of the young Manitou Resort area. Cave of the Winds has been in continuous operations since 1881, making it one of Colorado's oldest visitor attractions. Electrical lights were added in 1907, and visitors began traveling to the cave in even greater numbers, first by carriage and railroad, and later by car. Uh, if you would like to go to the Cave of the Winds, if you'd like to maybe plan a tour there, there is a website, caveofthewinds.com. And it's got cave tours, attractions and activities, mountain experiences, and you can even plan your day around being at Cave of the Winds. Um, right now they're in winter hours, which is from Labor Day to Memorial Day, when they are open from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And then when they get into summer hours from Memorial Day to Labor Day, it is from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. So basically the same thing. Alright, so anyway, back to the episode. So, they join up with a tour group, and the tour, or the, the, the tour guide says that we have a very special guest here. It is ex-president Al, or ex-vice president Al Gore. To which Al Gore, you know, waves and... The tour guide is like, I was told to mention that. I don't know. I mean, I would think to a degree that the tour guide would have probably known who Al Gore is and probably would have just said it or at least would have asked him if he could mention it. But what do I know? I've never done a tour guide. 
Or at least in caves. So, eventually, they go into the Cave of the Winds, and Al Gore and the boys split up from the original group. So, we get to a point in this tour where they hear this sound, and it's sort of a howling sound. You'd think it's like a wolf. So, Gore and the boys hear the same sound, and Al Gore is like, Ah, that's the sound of a man-bear pig! So, Al Gore pulls a rifle out, starts shooting up in the cave. Well, the shooting in the cave affects everybody. Because the tourists manage to get out of there. Al Gore manages to get out of there. But the boys are stuck in the cave. They are stuck. So, now we have a rescue crew there to get, you know, to try to get the boys out. And Al Gore really wants to help. But they're like, ah, we're not really sure if we should let you do it. And then Al Gore starts to cry again. None of you take me cereal! I'm super cereal! And then uh, one of the guys is like, ah, should we take him home? No, he, he doesn't have too many friends. So now, the, the, the boys are in the cave. They're stuck. They tried to get out. So they each take their own direction. Cartman goes east, or from what I could tell, going east. And he ends up falling into a little hole. So he goes down this hole, and he sees all this treasure. And, I mean, it's a lot of treasure. He ends up finding it and he he's so excited but he doesn't really know what to do how to take care of getting all this gold and jewelry out he, he's not really sure how to do it so the boys just figure okay we'll just sleep here and then in the morning we'll keep going well during the night Cartman starts to get bigger and bigger and bigger, which is the complete opposite of what happens to a stranded person when you are stuck in a cave. Or at least that's what I've been told. So Carmen, eventually, the way he is able to get this into his body, he'll take some coins put it in his mouth, drink some water, and I noticed how water was spelled. It was like W-U-T-T-A-R. So it was like, what are... And there would be times where like he'd be gagging a little bit. Especially when like he'd have like the necklace going down. And the boys want to help him, and he's like, Stop! So, Al Gore then figures out, I gotta do something. To get rid of man bear pig. So what he does. Is he takes a bulldozer. He grabs some logs. And he dumps it. Into this river. So because of this. He's basically. Built a dam. And the water. Now goes into. The cave of the winds. And the cave of the winds. Is now flooding. And the boys are 
trying to get out. So Stan is okay. Kenny is okay. Kyle has to swim with Cartman. And <laughs> Kyle's like, you gotta, you gotta kick your feet, Cartman. And he's like, I can't do it. Because Cartman has all this treasure in his body. And he just can't really move. So Cartman and Kyle sink in the water. And it's like, oh no, we've lost Cartman and Kyle. So now we've gone to the part where there's a eulogy outside of Cave of the Winds. And Al Gore is the speaker. And I, uh, this part is so funny. He's like, Oh, I remember those kids. Kid 1, Kid 2, Kid 3, and the always funny Kid 4. I remember the time when Kid 1 was talking to Kid 2. So while this is going on, and the people that had been working to try to get the kids out were there, there's a side cave. Rocks start to move. Stan comes out. Kyle comes out. The boys are alright. They managed to make it. And Al Gore is like, Yes, they're okay, thanks to me. And Stan just loses it. And calls Al Gore a loser. And that he is nuts. He's basically like a psychopath. And never wants to talk to him again. Meanwhile, Cartman is feeling sick and he can't hold in the treasure anymore. So he craps out all this treasure. So now we so now everyone knows why he's been this way and he's like, "It's my treasure." And one of the people is like, "Oh, that's just the prop from the photo op section." That's nothing, that's worth nothing more than $14. Which makes Carbon upset because he really wanted the treasure. So Al Gore puts on a cape and decides to leave. And he's planning on making a film starring himself about the fight on Man Bear Pig. And he leaves and he goes, Excelsior! And then Cartman craps a little bit more out of the treasure. And that is the episode Man Bear Pick. So let's talk about briefly where the idea of this episode came from. So the idea of this episode. Trey and Matt had toyed with the Man Bear Pig concept for a long time but couldn't find a spot for it until Al Gore's documentary, An Inconvenient Truth, came along. In the episode, the ephem... I know I'm going to mess this word up. The ephemeral creature serves as a stand-in for global warming. Gore even says at the end of the episode, maybe I'll make a movie. A movie starring me. Then people will take me super serial. Trey also loves the part where they get lost in the cave because it's a chance to let the boys act like boys. 
Um, this was a very good episode. Much better than last week's episode. That is for sure. Um, this is one of the best episodes of season 10. This really is. I really enjoyed this. Um, props have got to be given to Trey Parker because he did the voice of Al Gore and it is a tremendous job of impersonating the former vice president of the United States. And that's something that I noticed was a few times in the episode they referred to him, you know, they referred to Al Gore as ex-vice president. And I'm going to I'm going to use an old Gorilla Monsoon saying, for those of you that don't know who Gorilla Monsoon is, contact your local congressman, where he said that X sounds so permanent, which, in a way, it kind of does, because Al Gore never lost the vice presidency. He served two terms as vice president. So I'm more fine with calling him the former vice president than ex-vice president. Anyway, this is a very good episode. One of the better episodes of season 10. Uh, this is not getting a 10. Uh, this is more on the 9 scale for me than anything else. It's just really well done. Good story. Um, there was a very good plot. And it sort of left the door open at the time to the possibility of could we see Al Gore come back? Could we have more of a look on into Man Bear Pick? And, well, I'm not going to give that answer away. We've got about another 15 seasons to go on this show, so when we get to it, we'll get to it. Eric Goldman from IGN gave the episode a 6 out of 10. He thought it was a superior episode compared to A Million Little Fibers, the previous episode, but still called it an okay, middle-of-the-road episode. Now, I want to talk about real briefly, of course, the end where Al Gore says that he's going to make a film starring himself, which would end up being an inconvenient truth. This movie comes out about a month after this episode airs. And it's a big hit at the box office. Like, it had a million and a half dollar budget. And it brought back almost $50 million at the box office. And was very successful at the Academy Awards in 2007. How successful? Well, let's take a quick look at the 2006 Academy Awards. So, An Inconvenient Truth was nominated for two Academy Awards. It was nominated for Best Documentary Feature and Best Original Song. And it won Best Documentary Feature and Best Original Song. It went two for two. It was a perfect shot and a perfect night for an inconvenient truth. It was one of only five movies that night at the 79th Academy Awards to have won multiple Academy Awards. The Departed, the Martin Scorsese movie, which finally won Scorsese an Oscar for Best Director, was the big winner of the night. 
where it was nominated for five Academy Awards and left with four. Followed by Pan's Labyrinth, which was nominated for six Academy Awards and left with three. Dreamgirls, which had the most nominations that year of eight, surprisingly was not nominated for Best Picture that year, left with two, and Little Miss Sunshine, which was nominated for four Academy Awards, ended up with two. So An Inconvenient Truth had the same number of awards at this Academy Awards as Dreamgirls and Little Miss Sunshine, one of which would end up being nominated for Best Picture that year, being Little Miss Sunshine, Dreamgirls was not. And, of course, there ended up being, for those unaware, and I, I'm not really sure how you can miss this, they did a sequel called An Inconvenient Sequel, Truth to Power, which came out in July of 2017, had a million-dollar budget, didn't make the $50 million as the first movie did. It, it did make money. It made almost $5.5 million at the box office, but it wasn't as successful as the original movie. Now, as far as Al Gore goes, at the time of this recording, he is currently 72 years old, and we're in 2006. He's still married to Tibber Gore at this time. They would separate four years after after this episode airs in 2010. Um, and you know what? Al Gore, for the most part, has kind of stayed silent these last several years. I mean, I'm sure he's said stuff here and there about, you know, upcoming elections, but for the most part, he's been pretty quiet. He still does his charity works, so he's been handling himself, for the most part, pretty, pretty well, and I think he's pretty happy with his two Academy Awards. Alright, let's go to IMDB, and let's take a look at what the people, you the people, thought of Man Bear Pig. <clears throat> Over 2,300 people rated this episode. The average rating is an 8.0 out of 10. It is an exact 8. 538 people gave this a 10. 407 people gave it a 9. That's going to be the score I give it here this week. 650 people gave it an 8. And 58 people gave it a 1. Not a hated episode here. 1,700 males voted on IMDb. The Average rating is an 8.0. The key demographic is the 18 to 29 group with a rating of 8.2. Females, about 140 uh, voted. Average rating from the females was a 7.9. The highest demographic, uh, you can only go one week without saying them, 45 and over. Average rating there is an 8.0 there. So, a popular episode. A, a very popular episode. So, I'm going to read up on some of these reviews. And I think how to do this is I'm going to go from the oldest 
to the most recent this week. And I'm going to start with the oldest review, which is from Nick Carner, who wrote, This was a pretty good episode. Though no Trapped in the Closet or Cartoon Wars, it had a lot of things going for it. The character of Al Gore and that bizarre-as-hell super serial thing was pretty darn funny. But the scene that made me adore this episode was one I'm sure everyone will agree was one of the greatest Cartman-Kyle moments ever. When Cartman is superstitious of Kyle that he'll be stealing his gold, which of course is fake, and he comes within inches of his face. Suddenly, Kyle wakes up and they have that crazy conversation where Cartman tries to act like everything is completely fine. Cartman crapping out the treasure at the end, though predictable, was pretty funny. Okay, next review is from Obliv, who wrote, and this is actually the only negative review here on IMDb. I think South Park is hilarious, and I have no problem with them taking shots at people on the left. But you'd think that, after taking a whole movie to attack celebrities for risking their careers taking on an illegal war, and then being, gasp, right along, they would have the sense to start giving W and the bastards ruining the country a shot or two. Bush seems to get a pretty free run from these guys for as stupid and messed up as he is. Gore is fair game, but please, what do the Republicans have to do? How bad do they have to fuck up the country before these guys finally act like maybe they aren't just trying to do the best they can, and that they have done something true screwing up? Or maybe just go after Rush Limbaugh. He's a good target. Or even just make fun of Condoleezza Rice's gap teeth. Obviously, this person does not remember the show. That's by Bush. Just saying. Uh, next review is from Solve004, who wrote, Although, alright, so this episode makes fun of Al Gore. I'm sure it pisses a few liberals off. The thing is, South Park makes fun of everybody, much like The Simpsons did. If you get offended that a politician you like is made fun of, then maybe you need a better sense of humor and are taking the show too seriously. With that being said, this episode is hilarious and one of the best. Al Gore's portrayal is hilarious, Cartman's scheme goes terribly wrong, and the results will have you rolling on the floor laughing. It is basically everything you would ever want out of a South Park episode, and it is easily one of my favorites. I won't comment too much further on the plot because I don't want to give away anything. Very good. Very good review. Uh, next up is from Piper Ian396, who wrote, First of all, ignore the comment about how South Park should make fun of Republicans. Everyone is doing that now. Why should South Park blindly follow what the rest of the media is doing? And what the Republicans are doing is more serious and less funny than Al Gore and his global warming hysteria. I almost said hysteria wrong, folks. Oh, God. But all that aside, this episode is just plain funny. Al Gore's portrayal has to be one of the best caricatures of a politician I've ever seen. It was original, and it was based on people's opinions of the man. I don't want to give anything away, but it had me rolling on the floor. There are also, there are also has some of the best Cartman-Kyle moments ever. All in all, I'd, I'd say that this is one of the best episodes the show has ever had, and I would highly recommend it to anyone. 
Next review is from Gangsta Hippie, who wrote, Man Bear Pig is a pretty funny episode of South Park. It spoofs Al Gore and his speeches on global warming, only replacing global warming with Man Bear Pig, a fictional monster who has parts of a man, a bear, and a pig. He tells the boys about it in a school assembly, and Stan feels sorry for him, so he and the boys decide to hang out with him. Gore eventually gets them trapped in a rock cave where he believes Man Bear Pig to be, and they are stuck for days. Meanwhile, Cartman finds treasure, but wants to keep it all to himself. Man Bear Pig is a good spoof on global warming, and overall, a funny South Park episode. Final review is from Rain Dog Jr., who wrote, Trey's favorite from the first run of Season 10, and also one of my personal favorites, Man Bear Pig features the adventure of Al Gore before going on global warming and before the movie. It was similar in adventure, certainly. Al Gore was also trying to aware the, to aware the world about something that can change the earth, something really dangerous. This time about something that is half man, half bear, and half pig. Al Gore had only one thing in mind, to aware everyone of Man Bear Pig and to kill it. Al Gore here is more than hilarious. Everyone who sees him feels sorry for him, and yes, he can be childish, doing tantrums since nobody believes him, but he is just a fucking demented bastard. Basically, four kids are trapped in a cave because of Al Gore, but certainly he doesn't have that in his mind. There's no space for any other subject. It's just man bear pig what concerns Al Gore. Those four kids are Cartman, Kenny, Kyle, and Stan. Basically, Stan felt sorry for Al Gore, and the four boys were just playing an Al Gore's game, never imagining that Gore could almost kill them while he was trying to kill Man Bear Pig. Hilarious scene. They are just children! Damned Man Bear Pig! So at this part, we have on one hand all the stuff with the rescue team who also feels sorry for Al Gore, and on the other hand, we have a little yet extremely hilarious Cartman episode and there are not surprises of the attitude of Cartman after he finds a treasure inside the cave. Certainly, the whole stuff with this treasure is fantastic and is great beyond, you will see, a sick Cartman in both senses. He is really sick for the boys, and really sick for us. And in the end, Al Gore does kill Man Bear Pig. His character is a fantastic one, and I'm Thuriel. Terrific fun in this episode, a highly rewatchable one, 10 out of 10. And those are the IMDb reviews on Man Bear Pig. Well, hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, gonna do the quick plugs. You can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97. And you can also... Join our Facebook group. It is Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast where you could join a bunch of other South Park fans and you could discuss not only your favorite episodes of the past, but current episodes as well. So, um, listen, next week is the halfway point of season 10. And, uh, well, Cartman's being Cartman, but. It gets a little too much, so Mrs. Carmen's going to ask some help in the episode entitled Tsst. That is what we got next week here on Shark's Pond, a South Park 
podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. I was being super serial about this. And come back next week for another episode of Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I am Bill, and I must leave until next week. Excelsior!